Yeah, but they will. Oh, yeah, I will record the whole thing. Which, by the way, I don't think I was going to use any of that. Except I'll probably start exactly when you say motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey guys, listen, I got an angry Canadian. Yeah, I'm so angry. Wait, the camera. Is it supposed to be this way or this way? It doesn't really matter because I don't take the, the visual anyways. Oh, oh, you don't? Oh. No, I only take the audio from this. Why did I brush my hair? Just joking, I didn't. <laughs> That's all right. I said the same thing. I'm like, why did I brush my teeth at all today? Because Tell your breath's going to smell. And have you ever I have a mask smelled- now. I'm the only one that has to deal with it. But have you ever smelt your plaque when you uh, floss? Okay, first off, that's the most disgusting question anyone's ever asked me, ever. Second off, yes, it's gross. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's gnarly. I remember in my 20s when I decided, like, flossing is an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, stinky, and there was, like yellow sometimes it was so gross so gross gross. yeah yeah it was almost like people were like oh yeah but you bleed and you're like that's not the worst part i'm not afraid of the bleeding Uh, yeah i'll bleed i'll bleed any day but even though i know we're supposed to floss every day i still don't but when i do oof, makes me feel like i need to do this more i know i just bragged about everyday flossing it's probably every three days you know like it's not it's not i'm not a dental hygienist yeah yeah but I do notice people that have like plaque on their lower teeth. Mm-hmm. And I always just want to be like, yo, I'm not trying to be rude, but I, you have a lot of plaque buildup. I always want to tell them because I think I'd be helping them, but I think that they would get insulted. But I'm like, don't you see your plaque buildup on the bottom teeth? Yeah, they just don't care at all. Not Ugh. at all. I want to tell them, it's like, you're going to lose your teeth. It's not even about, hey, this is embarrassing for right now. Yeah. It's like, hey, that you're gonna lose your teeth like yeah. by 50 or 60 you're gonna just be the weird gummy guy yeah Ugh. it's not gonna be happy no no gross Mm-mm. it is it's super gross so since we said that let's see let's see how good you floss today okay all right not bad but okay. so i had gum surgery oh yeah yours is good you have a little something in the middle oh, i just had salad oh i had gum surgery Mm-hmm. So I have, see that skin there? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, that's from my upper roof of my mouth. Just so I can brag, have you told any other podcasts about that? I have surgery? Exclusive. exclusive. I got yeah. an exclusive. You got exclusive. I got that <laughs> when I was like so young and I'm like, fuck, what a sick thing. They scrape the roof, roof of your mouth, take the skin, put it. Um, surgery is gross. It's all that gross. It's like, okay. hey, what? other part of your body can we paste onto another part of your body and let it continue to live there yeah but i don't i hope that that's not what we're going to talk about because i'm a hypochondriac and i can't handle surgery even though i brought it up mm, well i'm going to talk to you about it a little bit longer <laughs> but not much is it your only surgery um i had my tonsils out yeah okay and my wisdom right. teeth that, those are my totally surgery. traditionals. That's t- traditional surgery. Did you get them in Canada or in America? Canada. And how much did it cost? Free. 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 Exactly. It's crazy. Free. Yeah. Free. Absolutely. Thank God. You shouldn't be charged for that. It's, wisdom teeth might have cost money, actually, because that's your teeth. 
but I don't know. My mom paid for it. So Canada covers or doesn't cover teeth? No, no. Okay. You have to have like a good dental plan that comes with where you work. So like all of us would be fucked. Well, we are fucked anyway. So like what's yeah. different, but yeah, yeah. I know. I only but recently got like the full everything you're supposed to get from a job. We're like, oh, look, I make a decent salary and have insurance. Where do you this work? crazy. Oh, you work I on work production? At... Mm-hmm. For, how do you say Quicksock? Quicksock? For Quicksocks. <laughs> no, Quixote, like Don Quixote. Right, exactly. That's what I just said. It was like cutting mm-hmm. out. The internet was cutting out. And so mm-hmm. it just made it sound like I said Quicksock, but I said Quixote. Well, no, I mean, that is the, the way you say the, at Spanish word in Canada is you say yeah. Quicksocks. Quicksock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So they cover everything for you. Well, it's like every other work where they're like, here's the three plans. There's the expensive one that covers everything. And then yeah. there's the legal minimum, which is the one we're all going to choose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sick. Yeah, but it's like, I could go to a dentist. I haven't, but I could. The theory You there. should. You got to. You I got know. to. I know. Like, it's not worth it. I haven't gone in a long time. And the worst thing about, the reason why we don't like going to the dentist is because you know when you go to the dentist, they're going to find something that you didn't know about and then you're going to get paranoid. Like, that's what happened to me. And she was like, oh, your gum here is, like, not good. Um, like, over here. And I was, and now I don't want to go back because I just don't want to know if it's getting worse. Are you frozen? Yeah. It's oh. like, oh, we froze for a while. Yeah. I thought you were just, like, really into what I was saying. Oh, no, no. We froze for probably about 45 seconds. Okay. I compared it to uh, taking your car to the mechanic. And you told the little story that I didn't get to hear any word of. And I'm really sorry about that. I tried. Okay. You can pretend what I said. Yeah. If Tron was listening, he would know because he speaks robot and he sounded very robotic, which was very cool. That was really cool. Yeah. So you're coming to me live from Palm Springs? No, 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 no. I got home right now. That's why I was like, oh, no, I'm mm-hmm. running out of my car. I just got in. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. How was Palm Springs? Was it great? Was it like the movie? Did you live the same day a hundred times over? Um, no. The thing about Palm Springs, it was really fun, but I'm really allergic to cats. And I have asthma. So I, on the second night, had to sleep. Oh, did it cut out again? No, not at all. I'm just taking a note on what you just said. Go ahead. Oh, so I had to sleep in on, a tent. On the second night? On the second night. Because <laughs> it's not like, it's not like normal, like, it's not normal, oh, I'm sneezing. Like, I can't mm-hmm. breathe. And then it gets worse and worse that not only can I not breathe, but now I have a lot of phlegm. And the phlegm, like, it's not phlegm like you go, <clears throat> and it comes up. It's like living on the back of my throat. So now... I can't breathe. The phlegm's building up. It wasn't, it, I used to go to the hospital a lot when I was a kid because my asthma, because I had a cat and I would always have asthma attacks. Mm-hmm. And so I took allergy pills and like the first night I woke up and I actually couldn't breathe a little nose. I was like this. And so the mm-hmm. second night I was like, fuck it. I'm sleeping in a tent outside. <laughs> so it was good, but I was on so many allergy pills and decongestant that I wasn't present. I was just like a walking. I get that. That's what I do when I feel sick. Yeah. I just take a ton of decongestant and allergy medicine and you feel high. You are just gone. Yeah. 
yeah, you're fucked. It, it was yeah. crazy. And then today it finally kicked in. I woke up and I was like, I feel great. And I was like, fuck, I really screwed this trip up. I should have done that two days ago. It's crazy. Sorry. To think Did you know a cat was going to happen? I knew the cat was there, but I was like, I just got a really good allergy pill recently. And I was like, maybe if I take the allergy pill, I'll be fine. And I wasn't. And it's like a big cat. And it like a tiger, fat, fat cat. Like, well, okay. like mm -hmm. if the cat was, if Baloo was a cat from the Jungle Book, mm -hmm. that would be the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I enjoy good, your fat cat. But I was not okay. Mm hmm. Well, then welcome back to breathing regularly. Thank you. I, I do appreciate air. I want you to know that my notes for you so far is uh, asthma, allergic to cats, and hypochondriac. Everything has been like this weird medical thing with you. What are you, Mike? Is that a through line with your whole life? Um, yeah, I no. would say so, yeah. Mm -mm. Actually, I don't want it to be, like, I guess this weekend, it made me feel like I was a kid again because I never wanted it to be. And, like, it got to a point where I was, like, actually concerned because I know how my asthma can get and I haven't felt like that since I was a kid. And I don't mm -hmm. want people to know that I'm wheezing and I don't want them to know that I'm like really sick. But then I was like, I actually might have to leave in the middle of the night. And because it's been a through line my whole life, or like when I was a kid, I don't want it to be a through line anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it happened again. Yeah, because I was a huge uh -huh. hypochondriac when I was a kid. And I did have legitimate asthma attacks. But then once we got rid of the cat, I had what I didn't know at the time, but they were panic attacks. But I just thought that I mm. all of a sudden couldn't breathe. And so we would call 911 at least five times. We called 911 at least five times. And an ambulance would come and deal with me. And it's Over crazy. the course of how long? Uh, two years. No. Okay. Yeah, two, a year and a half. And then okay. I was like, and then like I went to a therapist. I was like 10 and I went to a therapist. And then they were like, take this paper bag and when you can't breathe, breathe into it. But didn't tell me that I'm having a panic attack. They didn't tell me I'm mm -hmm. hyperventilating. They were just like, it's gonna help your breathing. So then now I'm at school and I'm having this like weird feeling. And then I go to the, and then that would happen a lot. That at least once a week, I'd go to the principal's office. I'd take out my paper <laughs> bag and I would sit there and hyperventilate into a paper bag. And I was so like- So you're like a 10 year old, what about Bob? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna call your movie "What About Bond?" Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what about Bond? Like baby steps to the principal's office. <laughs> like just fucking sitting there like a loser, and I'd be like, "Okay, so as, as a hypochondriac, what? As a hypochondriac, uh -huh. and now like you're getting older, and we only have more tools to create new hypochondriacs and never to solve any of their problems. Isn't it just worse all the time as we get more technology for you?" Yes, but this is why I can't watch the news and I don't get notifications of the news on my phone. What? Mm -hmm. Or like the TV show House or Scrubs. You just oh, watch yeah, it and you're like, no, I have that too. No, I don't watch those. Never have I ever. Like, I, I know I can't watch those at all. Like, no. I, I know. It will just give me anxiety. So I don't think it's getting worse. However, 
Yeah, I, I just try to play ignorant because I was too aware when I was a kid of everything that was going on. So now I just like barely know anything anymore. And people will be like, you didn't hear what happened? I'm like, no, I can't hear what happened because I will live a horrible paranoid life. So I live under For a rock sure. now. Yeah. I tell people the same thing about politics. You're like, listen, I figured out who I'm voting for, so I'm not going to pay attention to anything else. Yeah. Because all further interaction is just picking at your emotional scabs. Like, I don't need any more. It's true. Even though it's like, but it's like, it's important. It's like, it's not important past your voting. Past everything I have control of, everything else is just a plague onto my happiness. It's true. It's just like if you date someone, you break up with them and you start dating someone else good. What's the point of going and looking at your ex and who they're dating when you're never going to be with them or like you aren't you have somebody else yeah exactly that yeah um, or another wonder- weird thing that happened to me is i had a teenager that really enjoyed my twitter right he was like 17 and he just got his first girlfriend and he was like what rules should we make he asked me he said what rules should we make for our relationship i'm like why are you trying to decide what you're gonna fight about before you fight about it you know like and whatever rules you make are only gonna create the arguments in the future what rules are we going to make? This guy sounds like a psychopath. He's going to He's a 17-year-old kid. He's the 17-year-old kid. He has, That's a problem. Yeah, I get it. But what do you tell a 17-year-old kid? You're like, chill out. You just say, yeah, hey, say, chill out. Enjoy what you enjoy. Say you don't make rules until you need yeah, to you make don't. rules. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So did he make rules? Uh, no, he didn't. He thought he needed to, and then he realized he didn't need to. He was overworried. Yes. That seventeen-year-old's been dating that same girl for like five years now. Oh, he has, and now he wants yeah. to make rules. No, he wanted to when he was seventeen. Oh. He found me on Twitter when he was a teenager. Oh wow! You've been yeah. friends with this guy for like five years. Yeah, I know. Weird. And he's it still is. with her. Yeah, he's still with her. What kind of rules. A weird thing to think. This is freaking. Have you ever made any rules in a relationship? No, but I. Well, yeah, I'm sure I did. But like, I need to check on this girl. Mm-hmm. Do you know the girl's Twitter? Like, I need to check in on her and make sure that he didn't go and like make rules. You know. You know. Okay, I'll give you that information. That sounds like something I should share publicly. I think so. I think we need. To, I I definitely made rules, but like only when problems came up. Actually, there's no rules I can really like implement. I'm trying to think. I had bad rules, like my, because I was like, I am really social. And when I was in university, Mm -hmm. I would, I, I, yeah, I'd fucked up rules. I was dating a guy for three years. I dated him. But when I went out at night, I didn't, he was a year older than me and we had different groups of friends. And it was Mm. the first time that like, you know, when you go to college, you like leave home, you're in a different town, you're making new friends. And I'm like, you know, and I went into college with him as my boyfriend because we were friends at camp and we hooked up that summer and then started dating into university so kind of like greece except university yes yeah 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 yeah. where it's like i didn't know all the other options but i was like and where i lived in toronto it's called the beaches it's like a smaller area everybody knows each other like then there's the people that lived like downtown when they would go to clubs we did not we just always had house party we lived in a bubble so when i go to camp then it was like now my world's expanded and now like yeah i like this guy and then i went to university and i was like oh my god what the fuck did i do but he was great but anyways mm. i wouldn't 
want, when I went out at night, I didn't want him at the same bar I was at because mm. I just wanted to be free and he was like too clingy. So my rules were that at first it was fine, but then he would like latch on to me too much. I mean, I'm definitely an asshole because if he's my boyfriend, I should be hanging out with him at the bar, but I didn't want to. I wanted to like socialize and meet other people. I didn't want to hook up with anyone else, but I wanted to like just make friends and like have a time with my friends without having to like take care of someone. So my rules turned into you're not allowed to go to the same bar that I'm at. So if I was going, there was a bar called Smidgey's, I'd be like, I'm going to Smidgey's tonight. You can't go. And then he would like text me or call me and be like, well, wait, can I come now? And I'd be like, no. And then I would also be like, we're not seeing each other tonight. Like, cause one time he showed up at my house and I was sitting, I like had made a new guy friend who's like still one of my best friends. And we were at my place, like this sounds sketchy, but like we were very platonic, but I get why a boyfriend would be like, what the fuck? And we were making drunk food. And then my boyfriend at the time showed up and like ruined the buds. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, okay, you're also not allowed to come to my house unannounced. So my rules were like, stay the fuck away from me unless I say you can come to where I am. Mm -hmm. And those are my rules. Yeah, your rules are called boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> what you made were boundaries. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I guess you're right. Thank you. I thought that you were yeah. going to be like, you're a bitch, but you're like, no, you just uh, had boundaries. Stay out of my life. And well, both of you need boundaries. Both of you need boundaries. Mm -hmm. The idea yeah. that it's like we're a couple, so there's no longer boundaries is crazy. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Although I do understand a boyfriend being like, I need to understand this platonic relationship better. I'm not, yeah. I, like, I do like, I, my spidey sense went off on that. Yeah. But at the same time, that's between you and him, you know, like that's. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that and the guy that I was platonic friends with or still am was like really hot and every girl in our year like loved him. Mm -hmm. So I get it. I, I, that would fuck me up for sure. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that wasn't good. That's the problem. That's the problem. But you know what? I was 19. And I never, and we're still friends, me and that guy. It was very platonic. Mm -hmm. But I also was like, I don't want you to try and change who I am when I have, like, naturally. I have guy and girlfriends. I'm not, like, a girl that's like, I only have guy friends. Mm -hmm. I only get along, I get along with both. But if I have a friendship with anybody, I'm going to have, like, a close, I'm going to know that person. So, like, I would treat a guy and a girl the same. Mm -hmm. Like, me making drunk food with the guys the same as making it with the girl like i i treat them the same so i didn't want to be held down um even though that's not fair but also like yeah i try to do that too but i also understand where girlfriends are not you know they're worried about that kind of thing and i understand where that comes from too so there's you know gotta the be trick a... is, it's true but the trick for people because i'm always on the other end where i'm the i am the guy's friend so then the, mm -hmm. he gets a girlfriend and then the girlfriend either mo most of the time until all my guy friends have their girlfriends now before they would, the girls would be like, I don't really like Nikki or like, they'd be weird to me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you idiots. It's not the move. You become friends with the guy's friend because like, I'll defend you, you know, like if he's like, mm -hmm. Oh, well, Sue's doing this. I'll stick up for you. Like don't make enemies with the friend become friends with the friend because I think that like every guy and girl does need an opposite sex friend for advice, mm -hmm. 
you know? So Oh, for sure. You you need yeah. it. Especially when you're in a relationship. You're like, hey, uh girlfriend's mad. I need you to tell me if I'm being wrong or not. You know, and I've definitely had that where like I have a friend, I'll throw a name out there, Zara was like one day like really checked me. She's like, This is a whole ego problem on your behalf. This is not them at all. It's like you need to check yourself and apologize. Yeah. You know, like you're just like, Well, shit. Yeah. Well, my team turned against me, so that means I'm definitely in the wrong. Yeah. You know, because I know deep down Zara's on Team Aaron, but if she's telling Aaron to chill out his ego, then Aaron's ego needs to be checked. Exactly. And and I need that. It's that's Thank you, it. Zara. Yeah, Is of course. Zara, Zara the comic. Ms. Rahi. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, um, she's the best. Yeah, that's exactly it. And when the girlfriends would be rude to me or be like, I don't like her. The guys would tell me, and mm -hmm. then I, when it came down to them being in limbo, I'd be like, dump them. You know, like, I, I feel like I've <laughs> up so many relationships. I'd be like, yeah, they fucking suck. Like, I would. I yeah, would that's the beginning it. of a breakup. The beginning of the breakup is when yeah. the friends turn you. When the friends are like, yeah. hey, it's time to, to dump them. I've been on the other side where they're like, hey, I just talked to my girlfriend. She said I should dump you. And then you're like, oh, we have at most two months left. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> She's like, yeah. Okay, exactly. It. Here's the yeah. countdown. Yeah, exactly. And and like, or pointing out, being like, "Oh, she did that. That's fucking crazy." But if if you like them, there'd be people that like what the girl did was kind of crazy. But I liked them, so I'd be like, "Just hold on, like, mm -hmm. you know, try changing." That I wouldn't. I'd want her to stay, so I would like defend her. Mm -hmm. But if you were a bitch to me, I mean. If anybody is want, hearing this, that they were wondering if I did break up their relationship, if these people in Toronto are listening, which they aren't, but I did. That's what I have to say. I did ruin your relationship. Well, yeah. we just bumped up our Toronto listeners by at least two. Bitches, <laughs> <laughs> I broke your relationship up. <laughs> you heard it here first. Nikki with the surgery and the gums. Two exclusives. One interview. Boom. Can I be your fan for a second? Yeah. I love you. I've told you this before. No one on the podcast we're talking about. I love those videos you did with your dad's voice messages. Oh, thank where you. Where you put on the makeup to look like your dad. And it's so hilarious. And you're so good at like, is it, I mean, I guess it's lip singing, although it's just the voice message. It's not the same. But it was like to get those pauses and everything. You really nail it. Thank Super you. good. I love every single one you ever made. I've shared them. And then friends from back home, like in Arizona, are like, who is she? She's awesome. She's the best. And then now you've taken it to the next level. <laughs> now you have a podcast with your dad. So yeah. it's not like the normal next question is, what does your dad think of these, these videos? But it's clear that your dad saw these videos and went, well, now I'm in the comedy business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He has no idea what he's doing. Like, he's so, yeah, he's ridiculous. Like, he'll leave me messages. I have a few more that I have to do of him. Because I do it of him. I've done, like, of other people. But the mm -hmm. ones, you get to know my dad. I, you know what I mean? And everybody yeah. has a different one. Like, some people like the insurance lady. Some people like, like this weird guy that was four minutes long. Everybody has a different one they like. But my dad is just so weird and out there that you can't not like it. Well, yeah, not to just totally reference your video all the way through if someone's listening or to watch the video, deal. but like there's that one where your dad's like, hey, I have an idea for your comedy career. 
I think you need a fart machine, like a little digital thing. Yeah. So when a joke bombs or whatnot, you can play a fart. Everyone laughs. You're safe. You know? Yeah. Like, and yeah. It's just like, that's the dad advice. That's like the weird stereotypical dad advice, except to the umpteen weird science fiction degree where he's like, listen, you need a prop. The prop needs to be dumb. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's done that. Like he did that one. And I have another one that I have to do where he's bought me the fart machine and he sent it to me. And he's like, there's like 12 <laughs> different farts on there. And there's the, this fart, there's the, that fart. And like, Everything he Proactive. does is about yeah. farting on stage. And I'm like, yeah. So yeah, then I decided to do a podcast with him teaching him how to be a dad because the guy has yeah. no clue of what's going on. Yeah. A little late, a little late in the game. Once you're this old, now that you're an adult and you're mature, he doesn't need to do much dad stuff left. Well, that's what I do make him do because on our podcast, because what I realized is- Can you tell everyone the whole premise of it? Yeah, I, yeah, we've touched down, but we haven't actually okay. spearheaded it. Go. Um, so my dad just recently came back into my life. He's a drummer and he was around till I was nine and then he left and then he's back. So I'm teaching him how to be a father is mm -hmm. what the essential premise is. So basically because it came up for a couple of reasons. One was like, he says things like, when he visited me, he'd be like, I don't know why you doubt yourself. Like, you're funny. You look sexy on stage. And I was like, dad, you cannot call your children sexy. Like, that's not mm -hmm. a thing. So he says things that he doesn't understand, but it's like <laughs> the road life. Like, he's just a rock and roll guy. And then the other thing was, like, talking to some comics and realizing that they have kids and they don't know how to connect with their kids. And it was so familiar to me trying to give them advice because I still feel how I did when I was a kid. Like I wish my dad mm -hmm. asked me questions about this or like, I don't want to drive the conversation. So then I was like, I should just do a podcast where I teach him how to be a dad because I keep trying with him and I've called him out like four times being like, dad, we need to mend our relationship. Dad, this is what's wrong. Dad. And he doesn't get it mm -hmm. or he will like give in in the moment and then disappears again. And so I was like, there's so many aspects of it that I, I was like, I just need to confront him once and for all, but he's so funny. And I realized that he just doesn't understand what it is to be a dad because he wasn't a dad since day one. So he wasn't, yeah. didn't have to censor himself to not know how to like, you don't call your child sexy. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, we're gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna teach you. We're gonna hash out our issues. And you tell me your side of the story. I'll say what, my side and like learn from there what other people should do what what you did wrong but also i'm gonna make you do all the things you would have done since day one to see if you can learn like because he doesn't know how to be selfless he like mm. definitely puts himself first so um it's a mix of both like you know hashing it out but also making him do dadly things because it's so stupid but now we do it like through zoom because of the pandemic. So there's like a bunch of episodes still to come out of more activities, but then now it's, yeah, I never know what I'm going to get with him. Like, I think I'm going to talk to him about, uh, about like his, you know, his history on the road. And then the next thing we're talking about aliens and I'm like, okay, this is where we're going. Like he's like the moon's hollow. And I'm like, all right, this is a podcast, I guess. Did he really say that? Oh yeah. The guy loves- The moon is hollow? Well, he loves ancient aliens. And so mm -hmm. when he came to do the podcast with me, 
he made me watch an episode about the moon being hollow and he thinks <laughs> that it could be a thing. Like, the guy... What I love about that is him sitting there watching patiently for probably an hour, and then afterwards, like, see? So now what, Nikki? Now that your mind is totally blown, yeah. I revealed the truth. He'll be like, oh, do you hear that? Do you hear that? I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. And he, every time, you know what the funniest is? So I did this podcast with him. I put in all the time. We did this for, we spent a week together, and that's, like, the longest amount of time we've ever spent together. Mm -hmm. And then... He left. I've, it took me so long. We did this in February. It took me so long to edit because he chooses gum the whole time. He goes on tangents. Like it took me so mm -hmm. all quarantine to edit. I finally put out the first episode and he goes, uh, can you not say my name? I was like, the whole podcast <laughs> is about you. And he's like, well, mm -hmm. can you just not say my last name? And I was like, dad. And he was like, just call me why don't you call me Bobby Bond? And I was, or no, Bobby Bond Bond. I was like, you sound like a stripper. And then he was like, okay, 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 you're right. How about Bobby Mosquito? I was like, that's not, no, I'm not going to Bobby Mosquito. And it's he like a like, mosquito what? flew by his face and he's like, all right, new plan. And yeah, he's like, isn't, but that's a really cool name though, isn't it? That's a cool name. And I was like, no. He's like, well, if a rapper named themselves mosquito you think it was cool i was like yeah because they're a rapper not bobby mosquito the 65 year old jazz drummer like what you... who i call dad who i call dad yeah and then he's like has all these rules and i was like dad i honestly have spent at least 100 hours working on this i'm mm -hmm. not taking your name out it's so insane now are those rules or are those boundaries those are rules to me maybe boundaries mm -hmm. a bit to him but i was like dad it's not <laughs> i can't take it down edit it put it up like mm -hmm. it's just so it's, he's just cluing in now what's yeah. it called what's it called it has a title i was like yeah man it's been up for like six weeks what are you talking? tell us the title it's called whoa dad there we go so when when he when i said it's called whoa dad he goes mm -hmm. how do you spell that and i said <laughs> w-h I said W H O A space D A D. He goes, Oh, so wow, dad. I was like, Nope, W H O A. And he goes, Wow. I was like, No, it's W H O A. He's like, What? I was like, Wow, whoa, say it. Like, he doesn't, yeah. So, yeah, like Keanu Reeves. what? You guys don't have Keanu Reeves in Canada then. You're like, whoa. Yeah, it's true. He would be like, I should get him to record it for me. He's Canadian. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Yeah. What part? I believe so. I didn't. I don't think he is. I want to claim him as American. I'm gonna look this up right now. I We're think gonna he's call Canadian. you out. There's so many great famous Canadians, but I'm not giving you Keanu Reeves. I think he's Canadian. Some of my all-time favorite comedians are Canadian, but no, not this. I can't Not wait. my Bill and Ted. And? Oh, good. Hopefully that, I, that was just little startup noise. Oh. Keanu Reeves. Where is he from? I think he's from. Canadian actor. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Grew up in Toronto. From Toronto? Toronto? Yeah. Toronto. I knew it. I knew it. <sighs> we lost another good one. Yeah. Well, you never had him. That's the thing. That's exactly it. No, that's exactly it. You're right.
100 yeah. percent correct damn it it's almost like when i grew up loving sctv and then just found out like none of them were from here and you're just like oh well at least i still have kids in the hall and my dad's like nope like yeah. that's what it was like yeah wait so you grew up in toronto a second city like a like worshipped place the way it was when i was in chicago and we looked at that second city and worshipped it so yeah but no i think you guys had it you guys had second city it was bigger in chicago it was like big mm -hmm. i was part of second city i wasn't on the main stage but i did like i went there i did like the shows on the, in the smaller theater and stuff and like had teams and whatever but chicago seems way bigger for second city it like is. no i know that it's like yeah it's part of the the crown jewel of the city yeah not but even in the chicago second city they're like and then Toronto in the 70s had this cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I think you guys, yeah, now you guys are bigger. From, from what I understood when I was going to Second City and the way that Chicago talks about Second City and the way that even when you go to Chicago, they're like Second City. It seems bigger over there, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, like being a second city main stager is to me equal to being a chicago cub in chicago wow there's like an air to it where they're just like that's that's going to be one of those people that you see on saturday night live so is it bigger than what grant being a groundlings main stager i guess so right yeah i feel like groundlings main stager is like the b to that yeah and because sh chicago is like grittier the east it's just like yeah well, because, sense. like, if you're a Chicago Second City main stager, you're in Chicago because of that stage. If yeah, you're yeah, Groundlings, yeah, yeah. then you're just like, oh, you found your niche in Los Angeles, but it's one of many stages. Yeah. Yeah, like, sense. you don't move to Los Angeles to get a chance to get onto the Groundlings stage. You move to Chicago to just try to get to that one stage in Chicago. Right. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I like that. And of course, all the pictures make it all like, it's almost like reverent. Where they're yeah. like, you have to understand, like, these are like, this is where John Candy cut his teeth and all that stuff. And he got all those junk pictures of all of them. Did you go to Second City? I mean, never got on the stage. But did, did a you couple take classes. classes? Yeah, I took a couple classes. Yeah. But nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing to be able to like, I would feel like a liar to put it on a resume. Really? Yeah. Huh. Even if you, you took know? The classes? Well, yeah, because I wasn't, well, I took six classes. That's not, like, enough to be like, um, oh, guys, I'm stamped Second City. You know, like, you took that's only not, one level. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if I went to the college for one year and didn't graduate, right. but really was, like, the most hardcore sports fan of that college. Yeah. And called it us. It would feel like that. You're like, you're not us. You visited us. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so, like, yeah. I that's feel good. like I visited Second City. Because there are a lot of people that, because I did the whole program, and there are a lot of people that do shit like that. That's that's good of you to not, you know, to not be like, oh, yeah, I did it. I, well, I'm not yeah. unproud of my own road. Just my road yeah. is not their road. And so it would be weird to be like, yeah, I want to claim that because I like it. You know, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I took that. I'm, I took it once. Yeah, it's when people, when people say they're like, oh, well, yeah, I'm like one guy was like, oh, well, she, about a girl, he's like, she's a groundling. And I was like, what? And then he was like, yeah, well, I, she's taking, she's taking classes there. And I was like, no, that doesn't make her a groundling. And then I was mm -hmm. like, well, what level is she in? He said intermediate. I'm like, 
you don't make it past advanced, like you are not, you can't. Claim That's exactly that. it. I didn't know I only did beginner. Yeah. I yeah. like pretty much learned like what yes ending is and some of the yeah. basics of like scene structure, but not like never like character work, you know, like, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just be a complete farce in life for me to try to throw. And it wasn't even like I was with any of the, the teachers that they're like, that they broadcast as theirs. Yeah. I'm trying to like, not like it was like, they taught, learned under Del Close. Yeah, I guess yeah, one of yeah. my teachers learned under Del Close, but it's not like we learned any Del Closean things from it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 But you know, like I wanted to do improv really bad and I just don't do well with other people. Huh? So you're a narcissist. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fully. Yeah. I get mad when they make bad decisions and stuff. Like I, I'm not a good team player. Uh. And I love watching other people do things, but when I'm on stage with them, all of a sudden there's like issue in me. I have issue with people like you. It's good that you don't do it, but I have issue with people like you when I get on stage and they don't want to play together and they just want to run it themselves. Then I'm like, fuck you get the fuck off stage. So I, it's good because there are a lot of people that just want to play for themselves. And then you're like, if you don't open up to me, like this isn't going to be funny. Now I'm just, you're done. You think that you can mm -hmm. dominate. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Although I think the healthier thing would have been for me to learn the life lesson. I could have decided. To, yeah, yeah. I could have decided to grow as a person, but instead I was like, or I'll just do stand up. You yeah, know, like I'll find you, a way where I can just continue to do that. You definitely could have bettered yourself instead mm -hmm. of just and chose not to. One hundred percent saw the other road. I was like, you know, it's this one's like knowingly more selfish and knowingly more just solo, but it's also not attacking another person. Okay, but then when you get on stage, like if you have a show with five other people, are you? Do you take it like? it's your show and when i say that to you like i wish more it depends who you're doing a show with but i wish there was more camaraderie in terms of like it's the comics versus the audience and we're all on the same team and like this audience is like this and yes like, yeah, no, no, no. but there's people that are competitive that are like this is i'm gonna do better than you like no i okay well i to psych myself up i will say shit like that to myself do we like, you're going to be the highlight of the fucking night. Like I'll say shit like that to myself and then try to go up and try to like do the best out of the whole group just so I could be the highlight. But that's just me pushing myself in no way. When I see another person doing well, am I doing anything more, but just basking in like their glory of like, look, fucking Nikki's crushing. And that's awesome. Like that's good. I'm always rooting for the comic on stage to destroy. That's good. And so the other thing I use almost more like an athlete does to psych themselves up. But I'm not, there's nothing I'm a bigger fan of in the world than watching another comic crush. That's good. That's good. Okay. So you're like half narcissistic. Yeah. I just realized I don't do well with others when we're on the same basic team. Right. We're, so it's yeah. like, it would, I guess it would be like a basketball player loving the other all-stars, but not so much loving their other teammates. Right. So Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm pretty much Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's very humble. I've never felt <laughs> more narcissistic than to say that sentence. <laughs> I just wanted you to agree to it on your own podcast so people know what they're listening to. That's what I wanted to 
happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's 100% what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> you served me a little soup is what happened. A little humble pie. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, you called me narcissistic and I don't, I can't disagree with all the things you've used to say that with. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Bond, there she is. Happy to have her. Very funny. Go check her out. She has a podcast called Whoa Dad. She talked about it on the show, so of course you already know that. You can also check her out on Instagram at Nikki Bond, N-I-C-C-I-B-O-N, like Bon Bon, but only one Bon. And then you may recognize her from America's Got Talent. We didn't talk about that at all. She plays a character on Instagram called Instagirl, where she tries to be the essential person who's just trying to be big on Instagram. And I don't know if she's failing at that or not, like the, the character, because Nikki's succeeding in it, and that character is very popular. I, uh, but the character is definitely just one of those people that wants to be an influencer very badly, very badly wants to be an influencer. Um, yeah, there we go. Nikki Bond, one of, one of the new favorites. I've only really known her, like I said, for like maybe a year or two years. When I say that, like, like I said, I mean last week, every episode... I give the intro to the comic on the episode before, and I mentioned that Nikki Bond was a girl who just kind of showed up out of nowhere and already knew all of my friends and was very funny and is very fun to watch. Check out her stuff. I enjoy it. She does these things where she has her dad's voicemail. You heard the episode. I don't need to go over the episode with you. That's not what I need to do. I'm actually really happy that she called me narcissistic from this. Like, I, I really enjoyed her my brother was like, I like when you make people answer questions about yourself because it really, really becomes the thesis of the show where it's like they're currently putting up with me, talking to me about what it's like to deal with me and put up with me. It's just like a full circle thing. And Nikki, very sweetly, was just like, you know, you're, you're just a narcissist, honey. You know, like, what a nice way to say that. Because, <laughs> uh... Either one of us could have reacted way differently to say the exact same stuff. But it was really fun. I really enjoyed the conversation. Happy it's out there. Nikki Bond, thank you for doing the show. Thank you for putting up with Aaron Michael Marsh. And next week, we're going to have Whitney Melton. Uh, Warning about the Whitney Melton episode. It's the only episode, I think, in any of the ones I have recorded where we talk about the election, really. I mean, I know that we, like, talk a little bit about it in some other episodes or we just mention that one's happening uh this one i actually asked whitney to come on and talk about the election and we actually ended up barely talking about it because the votes were taking so long to count that we didn't really want to have an episode based on a thing that we didn't know yet that we knew by the time it was released we'd know all the information so little time capsule of what happened in the bit during the whitney melton episode whitney melton next week we're talking thursday the election was tuesday and there were still many states out there, and we didn't know. And we talk about the not knowing. But we also talk a lot about ghosts and other fun things. And I got to tell you, Whitney is afraid to dive into himself. So he asked me great questions about myself that I was not afraid to answer. He was the one that opened up with, have you ever seen a ghost? And you go, yes, I have. And that is my teaser for our next episode. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with me. Thank you.
I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Whether I find a place in this world or never belong. I've got to be me. I gotta be me. 